Hey, it's Rebecca. And did you know that we are going to host a virtual conference, the Hike Like a Woman Summit in May? See those green sticky notes on my calendar right there? That's the summit. And I'm so excited because I sat down with Zoe Song, who is going to be presenting at our summit. She's going to be talking about conversations and connecting on the trail. And uh, I, I had this conversation with her, and I'm so excited to share that with you today. So check out today's conversation with Zoe. And if you want to learn more about our upcoming conference, the Hike Like a Woman Summit, be sure to head to our website at hikelikeawoman.com. I was just getting a sneak peek into what you do. And I'm like, holy cow, you do a lot. And so I think you have a really powerful story to share. Zoe, you you mentioned in your bio that you're an agile coach. Did I even say that? Yeah, you said it right. Agile coach. What is that? So an agile coach, just think of it as... um, a process coach, essentially. I help teams and leadership understand how to work better together, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I help them with their communication, I help them be more transparent. I help them understand how to prioritize their work. I help them use a framework called Agile. And so there's a whole lot of uh, information underneath Agile, right? And so I'm really the Sherpa or the guide to. Mm-hmm. Um, influence them to make, you know, the the right decisions concerning the framework. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. How you, you're also a mother of four. How does that, how does your work at work play into how you keep track of all the things that your family is doing? Do you, do you have some overlap there or do you use the same kind of tool? Well, you know, it's funny. We had like a chores board and I did, I don't know if you're familiar with agile, but there's this concept of using like a, it's called a scrum board. So you have like a, a backlog and then you have a to do and doing and done and you just have columns. Uh-huh. And so you can just develop any, and it applies to anything you, you could actually apply it to what you're doing now. And you yes. just create stickies and really identify each of the work items that you're working on. And then you would prioritize them and say, okay, this is the first one we're going to work on. We're going to pull it into doing. And the visual aspect is really what helps you understand what is the work that we really need to accomplish um and you know what is it really going to take for us to understand how how long is it going to take us to do so um anyways i've done for chores for the kids so i've been like okay everybody we're going to do we're going to sweep we're going to vacuum we're going to clean up the bathroom so i did it and i think we had like 30 30 stickies on the board and i mean we got through it and the kids were really excited to move it across the board to go from you know doing into done that was like really excited for them they're very <laughs> they were all about it <laughs> like yeah they're gonna grow up having this knowledge of how a system works right or how to you know understand what work looks like when it's in front of you right yeah that seems yeah. a lot less stressful than a massive to-do list to kind yeah. of have those yeah. little benchmarks right Yes, you're trying to break up the work um, because honestly, as human beings, it's really hard to think about if I needed to clear out the garage and let's say you have obviously a lot of stuff in your garage, it's really hard to estimate and think about how much work that could be. But if you broke it up into like, I'm going to tackle, you know, this section of the garage first and then feel that accomplishment and celebrate it, I'm going to move on to these other boxes in this corner, maybe the next day and feel like you know, I can, I can break up the work to feel like I can accomplish it. And that's the whole point. And it applies to even like what we're going to talk about with running and hiking. It's just, it's the same concept I would apply. 
Well, that's a great segue, right? Into our conversation. You're a, you're a runner. Yes. You're a How did you yes. get started uh, getting outside and moving your body? Yeah. So I had four kids, right? And as everyone knows, who's a mom, all those pregnancies are tough on the body, right? So I just decided, um, you know, I really need to be more consistent about my how I'm applying, working out, how I'm really getting into shape. And so I just decided um, I need to start running because that seems really, really a a familiar thing because I used to run in the past. Um, I will say first, though, I started walking. Walking was the first thing because walking is needs to happen before running. So I did some longer walks to get like to build up my confidence, to feel like I have capabilities. And so I would start walking and then I started moving more into running. And then I moved into trail running. So now when I do like trail running, I can trail run for like two hours. And it's wow. And it that didn't happen from the first day, right? I mean, yeah. you have to go towards that. So yeah. And then after that, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start attacking the trails and on the mountain. So then I got into um hiking, right? Which is a whole other level of just um and the other <laughs> The other thing I'm a huge fan of is gear. I love gear. I have <laughs> way too much gear, way too many jackets. I literally just bought like three, three more jackets. Um, so it's it's also another, I think, motivator for me to like put on the gear. I have the gear and I'm going to get out the door. Right. So that's also part of it for me. I have a jacket thing, too. I just donated like five old puffy jackets to Goodwill yeah. because I'm like, do I need five puffy yes, jackets? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Especially if they're in different colors. Absolutely. <laughs> I kept three of them. So that still, that still feels excessive, but you know, it, at least some, at least some people are going to be really warm this winter because I oh, donated. That is a wonderful jacket. thought. That's a wonderful thought. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I also, I also love gear. Um, yeah. You talk a lot about um, trail running, hiking. Um, as a mom, as a woman, what do you feel like are some of the barriers to entry when it comes to pursuing those types of outdoor activities? Oh, such a good question. Um, you know, I am on a Facebook hiking group for women, and I hear a lot around, you know, unsure of how to get started, unsure about, um, can I go by myself? Is it dangerous? I think underlying, I think as women, we have a fear of, you know, obviously other people possibly, you know, having ill con- ill content or something that you don't know what's going on with them, right? Yeah. But we, yeah. we have to generally be aware of that. And then not only that, you know, bears are on trail sometimes depending on where you are hiking and you mm-hmm. have to be really aware and be prepared to know what yeah. to do when you encounter a bear and even a moose. I mean, I encountered yeah. a moose on the trail. And so you also have to be aware of that as well. So, yeah. I mean, there's all these factors. And I think they're always like these, they are barriers, especially mm-hmm. when you don't have confidence. And yeah. so that's why I was saying, if you start building your confidence while you're building your education around what to do with bears, mm-hmm. you know, generally what to do with um, other people. I mean, obviously you can't help it all, but I mean, just generally, and honestly, I have a really good tip around that. Um, you know, when you, this is part of the conversation, you, when you are talking to people, I think it is important. You are connecting and you're, you know, learning about, oh, cool. You're on this trail and, you know, you're on this hike with me and we are like-minded. 
But mm-hmm. also there's a little bit of a safety element. I think that you are also vetting out, is this person really seem like they're out here to hike or is there something else happening? Right. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a quick story. Like I ran into a guy on the trail. He wasn't wearing Crocs. He's oh. wearing a cotton t-shirt. He's wearing jeans. And I was like, not a good sign. Right. All those things you factor in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like he's out here to really hike. It seems like he's doing something else. Mm-hmm. He was saying hi, but I just quickly, you know, did not want to engage with him. And so it's just like, okay, that was, and I made sure I knew where he was, right? Just kept my yeah. eye. Yeah. On where he was. So that's the type of thing I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you are connecting, but also there's a factor of like, you know, what's really happening with this person, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's part of that as well as women. So I would say, you know, if you want to really uh, talk about where, how to get started, I, like I said before, I think walking in a local park is the best way. And then mm-hmm. find a buddy, right? Finding yeah. a buddy is such a good idea because you have someone fun that you can, you know, chat with, um, have an accountability buddy. And then if that doesn't work out, I think you can also Google search for your local hiking groups and or running groups. And you can mm-hmm. obviously join them because they're going all the time. <laughs> I yeah, I one, and they're like going like almost every day. They're like, we're going. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people, don't you work? <laughs> you guys have a job. I'd love to hike every day, but. <laughs> you know what I mean though? It's just like people who, you know, obviously have mid yeah. midweek days off. Yeah. They're, they're going. So yeah, those would be my best suggestions just to build that confidence mm-hmm. and then work on your, um, you know, strength and capabilities. Cause that's also a big factor. Um, yeah. Well, the other thing I'll say in regards to that is like, you know, you don't realize when you're on a hike, especially it, there's no, like, there's no taco truck. There's no, <laughs> I wish there were <laughs> no, no, like, you know, mimosas being served. So, and you're on the trail for probably a couple hours and people don't yeah. realize you do need to work up to that. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm saying start locally and then start building your capacity. So you can be comfortable. You can enjoy being on trail because usually you know trails are not you know 30 minutes right they are typically a couple hours you go up and then you have to come back down so you just have to uh, make sure that you feel comfortable doing that right and you have the the capacity to um you know ascend and descend yes yes. yeah (laughs) especially descend right (laughs) get to the top of the mountain and think oh we're there and then you have to go down and that's sometimes harder than going up it's true. I, I love what you said about um, have a friend, have a friend go with you. And I yeah. find on days when I don't necessarily feel like going for a hike or going for a bike ride or going for a walk, if I know that a friend is going to be meeting me at that trailhead, they're yeah. motivated to go. And there's, there's like some beautiful peer pressure there. I <laughs> think. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Accountability buddy is a wonderful thing. And plus you get to have fun. You get to chat with somebody, catch up, talk about what's happening with you. You get to share what's happening with yourself. I mean, I think it's a wonderful thing. It really is. I also feel like with my friends that I tend to hike and, and walk with a lot, those are very special friendships because they're formed in nature. Yes. And there's not distractions and it's just like a very like wholesome pure friendship because it's just like we're friends that hike together and that's that's really neat 
And I'm sure you've noticed that too with your oh. hiking friends and running friends. And yeah, well, I feel like those are meaningful connections. What you're describing feels yeah. meaningful because you're you're outdoors. You're not on your phone. You're not distracted. You're not telling, mm -hmm. you know, you're not, some kids not saying I'm hungry to you every, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry too. Stop bothering me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Zoe, you are going to be presenting at our upcoming summit in May. I'm so excited to hear your talk. Yeah. And I just want you to give a little teaser, like in 60 seconds, what is the what are you what are you going to talk about what are you going to share with us so there's an art to conversation and connection and i really want us to embrace that possibility of what could that connection look like right i know some of us are um, introverted or we're shy or we don't feel like we can and i really want us to walk through like why is it important and also you can do it and i i'm going to walk us through a couple really handy tips that you'll be able to just practice and you'll be amazed, absolutely amazed on what you can do and what you all discover on trail. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> was that good? 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. It was okay, like great. a little sample. So everybody out there can listen and be like, Oh, I got to, I got to tune in. Cause Zoe's yeah. gonna, Zoe's gonna share something magic with us. Um, you talk a little bit about, uh, your core values and you mm -hmm. said one of your core values is to elevate people by sharing tips and experiences yes. to help others along their journey. Why is that one of your values? I am a servant leader. And what that means is I'm really, um, I really want other people around me to be lifted. I really want them to be elevated. I want to um, enable them, empower them to do what they want to do, right? And so when you're working with, I would assume, you know, I work with teams all the time. So it's just mm -hmm. my mindset and it's one of my yeah. values. And it's the yeah. same with the community, even though I don't know, obviously, all of you and all the, the hikers and runners out there. But I would like to inspire you to share my story, to share my tips, to share what I do. And maybe you'll get out there. And you'll be like, yes, I'm out here. Yes, I have a buddy. Yes, I'm on trail. <laughs> yeah. 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 Somebody believes that I can do this, I think yeah. is a, a very important mindset. I always, um, you know, it's funny when I work with like outdoor brands with partnerships with Hike Like a Woman, they're always, they're always like, how many people, how many followers do you have? What's your audience? How many people look at your website? Yeah. They want all of like the numbers the to yeah, but in my mind, if hike like a woman helps one woman feel yeah. confident and safe out on the yeah. trails, yeah, then I've, then I've done my job. And it's not yeah. about a huge following or lots of money. It's about helping Zoe get outside and go on the trail. So I'm really excited for your presentation because I think it will inspire all of us to maybe push ourselves a little bit more and go out on that next adventure. Yeah. No, I love that you shared that. That is a beautiful thing. I, I think that is a W, right? Just getting someone excited about what does that look like for them mm -hmm. to go on? What does that look like for them to join that group? What does that look like for them to reach out to that stranger? You know, because it's you're you are stretching yourself. And yeah. I, I really want us to embrace 
I think the stretch is not so scary, right? The stretch is important so that we can, um, you know, grow and learn and overcome some, some things that could be like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, that looks really, you know, difficult. Oh, I don't know about that. Right. So yeah. those are the moments I want us to stretch in. Yeah. Kind of um, not fearing the discomfort as a yeah. runner. It's not comfortable. Yeah. No. When you start to run or even like if I go running the first 10 minutes of my run usually really suck until I'm all warmed up and feeling good. So there's, there's joy in the uncomfort. It, there's joy in the uncomfortable situations, but we have to have the courage to, to do that. Absolutely. hundred yes. percent. Yeah. So you're pretty inspirational, but who inspires you? Gosh, what was a, I was trying to reflect on, well, you asked such a good question and I remember oh, if you could hike with one person dead or alive, yeah, who would it be? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I don't know how I came across her name, but I was looking up the Appalachian Trail and I was like, how long is that thing? Right. Because we have the PCT, mm-hmm. um, yeah. the church, right? The Bridge of yeah. the Gods in Washington. So I was like, oh, what's the Appalachian Trail? So I was just doing some research. And then so I came across this lady, lady Emma Gatewood, mm-hmm. who, um, it's famous for being the first solo um, female who hiked the whole thing. And then just reading more about her story about, you know, domestic violence and she yeah. had 11 kids. And I was just like, Oh, she's got some grit. That lady's got some grit, right? She yeah. is really fierce, like a yeah. fierce, fierce lady. And I was just thinking it would be amazing. Um, not that I want to interrupt her solo, like, but I would just love to do <laughs> <laughs> Can I just walk quietly beside you and grab a gateway? <laughs> I just want to observe. <laughs> and I think it'd be amazing just to, you know, walk around just even a park and just chat with her and just saying, you know, what was that like? How did you stay motivated? What was your, I don't know, moment? There must have been a tipping point. You just decided all of a sudden, listen, I'm going to walk. <laughs> you know, it's just a fascinating moment. And then she just um, was so dedicated, right, to the whole thing. And I'm sure she obviously had her ups and downs and a lot of challenges, right, back in the day to walk that distance. And yeah, you know, amazing. In like Keds tennis shoes with oh, a shower liner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was getting lost all the time and knocking on people's door for food. and. Yeah, she struggled. It was not. It, no, it is not like how it is. I imagine yeah. today, right? Obviously, yeah. you have all your gear and you have your yeah. GPS and you have your phone and all that business, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just fierce, fierce lady. A lot of respect for her, for sure. Mad respect, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we will finish up here in a few minutes. But before we do, yes. um, what's is one piece of advice that you would give to someone a woman let's say there's a woman out there in her mid to late 40s who's feeling not happy with where she's at in life yeah maybe she's struggling in a relationship or with a friendship or with health or fitness what what's one thing you could say to encourage her to uh, try hiking or or walking or go for a run such a good question. Um, 
I mean, I kind of have a theory and I apply it to myself all the time. Still, I still do. Cause yeah. I'm not always, I'm not always on point to go out and do all the things that I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need to get your gear on and get out the door. That's it. Don't, yeah. don't think about it. Don't be like, I need to answer that email. I need to start the wash. I need to do the dishes. I need to do this. There's always a need to do all those things. And there's always the woulda, shoulda, coulda. You just need to get on your gear and go get on your shoes. If it's cold, put on your jacket. Mm-hmm. If you're going for a hike, get your backpack, get your snacks, put your water in, go. Don't think about it. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like jumping off of a, no, I don't know. I agree. No, I, but I mean, it just, even, even in the starting walking, just don't think about it. Just go out for a walk. You can look at your, you know, phone, say, I'm going to walk for 20 minutes. Just get yeah. out, get out and go. Just go. Don't. Don't think about it. There's always those moments that are always going to be like, oh, I need to do that, or I better start that, or I, no, don't do that. Just put on your gear, get out the door. Uh, we we tend to overcomplicate it, and it's really such a simple act. That's how I boil it down for myself, because I even have to do it to myself, even now. And I've already, you know, done a lot of stuff, and I just yeah. am like, Zoe, just get on your gear, get out the door. <laughs> <laughs> you're leaving this house right now whether you're ready or not <laughs> so i have loved chatting with you is do you have a website social media where can we find you yeah i have an instagram page i'm the lipstick hiker so i just kind of found this little niche of yeah. like um i'm always gonna look good when i'm hiking even if i'm sweaty and hurting I'm going to still at least have lipstick and have a smile on my face. <laughs> I love it. I don't wear a lipstick, but maybe I should start. <laughs> what do you think of Zoe? She's pretty cool, right? Like, I would like to go on a hike with Zoe in real life because she seems amazing. Anyway, if you want to listen to her presentation and 40 other women tell their stories about getting outside and getting after it, and if you want to be inspired and if you want to connect with women who are um, just awesome and incredible, and if you want to spend four days with us, during our virtual conference, we would love to have you join it as tickets go on sale uh, February 1st for our virtual summit. And you are not going to want to miss this. This is going to be the biggest event by and for outdoor women in the world. So I'm excited about it and excited for you to join us. And you can always learn more. Head on over to our website at hikelikewoman.com and stay tuned for more interviews just like this.